Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Um, yeah, I think it's magic and also chanting, like a lot of chanting. Like people get together yeah. and chant and their chants weave together like a like a like a rope, like like a braided rope. Right. Um, it's, it's it's pushing that rope. Mm-hmm. Really pushing rope, yeah. It's really pushing, pushing rope, pushing rope yeah. uh, across the globe. That's that's the internet's motto. <laughs> pushing rope across the globe. Yep, pushing rope. I like that. Pushing rope out of our out of its wrists like some sort of Spider-Man. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Hello, everyone. My name is David Bell. My name isn't. It's uh, it's Tom Ryman. And we just watched Spider-Man, something something home. Uh, no way home. Okay. Yeah. I believe you. Yeah. You know, that's, 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 the, that's, those are, those are the he's, words that they put on the poster and in the beginning of the movie, home. Dave. Yeah. He's trying to get home, but there's no way home. There's no way home. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ever since I got bit by that spider, I've only had one week where my life has felt normal. That was when you found out. that spell where you wanted everyone to forget the Peter Parker Spider-Man. We started getting some visitors. I I hope my audio is good by the way cuz I'm I'm on like a I'm on like a older mic. Yeah. On a I'm I'm on I'm I'm in Massachusetts. So I just want to apologize if my sound quality is uh noticeably worse in some way. I don't think it is. Tom. I mean, Massachusetts is famously like 16 years in the past. So yeah, I feel like yeah. your 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 audio. I just is, feel naked. I feel naked. Right yeah, now. no, your audio is going to sound like it was recorded in like 2005. Yeah. Uh, so this is the movie, right? Yeah, it's a movie. What uh? What did you? What what are, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what did you What did you think about uh Spider Man's? Spider-Man No Way Home. Spider-Man 3 Part 2. Yeah. Um I actually liked it. I liked it uh more than I was expecting to. So that's yeah. fun. Yeah. That's cool. I'm like the other way where I I was expecting to really like it and I thought it was okay. <laughs> sure. Uh, I didn't hate it or anything. It's not a bad movie. No, but... I think that's probably the biggest surprise is that it's not a bad movie. No, it wasn't it, it it's filled with plot holes, in my opinion. Sure. But I don't think it matters. No, I don't think it. Yeah, uh, uh, there's there's a couple of things that I don't think necessarily matter because what this movie successfully did that I never anticipated was, um, well, not I mean not a hundred percent successfully, but like they managed to make this uh, huge mess of an idea into a story that is personally significant for its main character. <laughs> 
which yes, they that I was, was uh, that was very key. surprised by. Um, yeah, I think that's that's the key part of this. Yeah, that's movie. that's what made me it's, forgive a lot of the kind of messiness was because at its core, it still told an emotional personal story about its protagonist, which I did not expect. I I thought the movie right. was going to be pure member berries, right? Well, you look at a movie like Eternals, right? And mm-hmm. one of the biggest the biggest problem with Eternals wasn't the incredible plot holes. It was the fact that the characters were so fucking boring. Yeah, everybody was like just, a lifeless slab of meat. Yeah, it's like, man, I can't connect with any of these motherfuckers because everybody's just like frowning into the middle distance all the time. Right, exactly. Um, so this is a very charming movie. I will say... I think it did lean too much on the meme stuff here and there. Uh, I, I, I don't know if you get this. Not as I, much I as feel I like expected. A, Not as much as yeah, I expected. I feel, well, I feel like such a grouch. I have a worse time watching Marvel movies in Marvel audiences. Does that make sense? It like does. The audience of Marvel movies ruin the movies for me because they're like clapping seals at every little thing. And it's like, guys, calm down. Have you not seen a movie before? Like that sort of thing mm-hmm. where it's like, holy shit, guys. Like, and it's it's like where it's like a little kid behind me is murmuring the same things as a 30 year old in front of me who's like, oh, it's Spider-Man. And it's like, calm the fuck down. They've made so many of these Yeah, movies. this is, again, this is um, Spider-Man 3 part two. Like, yeah, it's, it makes. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad you're having a good time. Yeah, that's the thing. That's why I feel like a grouch because it's like I'm I'm just annoyed at people having a good time. It's just it's the fact that I I don't think the storytelling here or like you know this is the softest sci-fi can get. You know, um, nothing about these movies are like particularly clever. It's still just like the lowest hanging fruit. What the the key that I think makes this succeed that we talked about is the fact that there's an emotional element to it. Yeah. Uh, there's a, they care about the characters, mm-hmm. uh, but it's not like, again, it, it was fine. I enjoyed it. Um, it wasn't the worst. It's just when you're watching something that's like, Oh, this is fun. And everybody around you is acting like they're seeing the second coming of Jesus. Mm-hmm. It's like, calm the fuck down people. It's not that good. And then it makes you do that like contrarian backlash in your head. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see. Where you're like, I, I all right, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, it would have been something, though, if they had opened up one of those portals and, and Christ stepped out. Yes. But also, absolutely. Like, Christ with web shooters, like Spider Christ. Yes. Spider Christ. Yeah. Oh, my God. We just made, we just made a franchise, Tom. Yeah, this I is know. a million dollar idea. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually disappointed be, uh, because they didn't do anything that surprised me. That this is all right. So th- this is the fandom disappointment. I wanted to see an X Man, like I wanted to see a fucking. I wanted to see Hugh Jackman. I wanted to, them to do something that would, you know. Oh, I like they they did all the things that we knew they were gonna do. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I I, I don't. I, I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't have it's gone not a into hit this. against them. No, yeah. I, it's. I think I wouldn't have gone into this expecting to see X Men or anything like that. Like it's. I just. I'm waiting for Marvel because I, Eternals was the closest with fucking Blade. Like I'm waiting for that next phase. You know what I mean? For that moment where it's like, oh shit! Because Marvel has one thing they're doing this time around is they're not doing the thing the 
first couple phases where they would, you know, do like a Apple style PowerPoint where they'd be like, here's the next 10 years mapped out. Mm -hmm. So they have the ability to surprise us more. And I, I want them to take advantage of that, you know? Yeah, they're not. It's not going to happen in a Spider-Man movie. No, like that's I guess like not. that's it's that's a, the messiest situation because it's like a joint production. Uh, Sony doesn't. Oh, have, that's a good point. Sony doesn't have X-Men rights, so they're not gonna they're not gonna debut X-Men in a Spider-Man movie. Like that's you were. It's probably uh, gonna happen in multiverse. I'll I'll tell you, Dave, you were a childish fool for thinking that. That's true. I think multiverse of madness, right? That's Maybe. where it would happen. Maybe I don't know. We'll yeah. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. Did you? What's sorry. that? Go ahead. You saw the trailer at the end? Yeah. Yeah. I was it, a little it, bummed because it didn't look very Sam Raimi, because why would it? No, it wouldn't. It's 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 uh, if you guys stay to the very end of the credits, the second post-credit scene is a basically just a trailer, like a sneak peek of of Doctor Strange 2, sort of like at the end of the if you remember at the end of the original uh, the first Captain America movie, they showed like a preview of the Avengers movie. Um so oh, did they? Yeah. It was very similar to this. So it's like you don't or like at the end of Back to the Future 2 where they show you little bits of little yeah. little clips from Back to the Future 3. So you don't really <laughs> need to sit through the entire credits. Um No, there's a post credits of Venom um that's that, just again, that's it was just like, confusing. Yes, I here's what I'll say. I would watch 2 hours of Tom Hardy being explained the plot of of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. As Venom. Somebody trying at to a catch bar. somebody trying to catch Eddie Brock up to speed on the MCU right. timeline. Yes. But basically that it's one of the I I do I want to talk about the fact that this I I don't think this movie makes a lot of sense. For example, the end credit scene. So I'm I'm I assume everybody listening has watched the movie, right? Yeah, uh, we should probably go through the plot proper, but let's make this point about the post-credit scene that we wanted to make. Yeah, basically, Doctor Strange does a spell that sends everybody back to the multiverse they're from, um, and so they show Eddie Brock disappear at the bar, but like he leaves a little bit of venom behind. Mm -hmm. And again, the person in the audience was like, "Oh my god!" Like next to me, and it's like, Shh, "Guys, well here, I don't calm know. Down. This is this, um, this is the problem I'm having. All right, you finish finish the thought that you had. Well." The problem I'm having is that should have disappeared with Eddie Brock. That doesn't make any sense. Well, yeah, that, that's, uh, that they're just put, they're just, they're just shoehorning in like, and we're going to get a future Venom because this well, doesn't make sense, but here he is. Here's okay. Here's what I don't get to that. Uh, understand about that one. The movie, the, 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 the rule of the movie is Dr. Strange's spell is drawing people into our universe who know that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Eddie Brock right. has no idea who Peter Parker is. You're right. Well, okay. Um, but so it doesn't make sense that he would have been drawn into this universe. But beyond that, I thought he was in this universe. Like if you look at um the uh the trailer for Morbius, okay? Like it's this is we're we're getting right. a little, it's a little they bit show, of, They show Michael Keaton they show Michael Keaton. They show Michael Keaton and also there's uh anti Spider Man graffiti in one shot. There's a a, a stencil of Spider Man right. on a wall that says murderer uh kind of tagged across his face. So it's clear that Morbius takes place in the same universe as Spider Man and Venom because they reference both the MCU and the Venom movies in the Morbius trailer. Uh, so, but I mean, of course, we haven't seen Morbius yet, so Morbius might also have some kind of wonky part with the multiverse. 
Uh, but the right. point is, I I assumed Venom already was in the same universe. So that's a very good point. So the the end credit sequence to Let There Be Carnage and the end credit sequence here just confused me. Like I don't. And it, it is leaves, really confusing now that you mention it. Yeah, and he leaves a little bit of himself behind. So I'm like, okay, so I guess they just like see we can have Venom in this universe. But I was like, I thought he already was. <laughs> I'm very yeah. confused. It's, it's this is the this is what I wanted to point out about this entire movie that I do think is why I'm like I'm bothered that people are calling this a slam dunk. I don't think the plot makes any sense. Um, it makes sense. I don't think sense. the inciting incident. It well, that's the problem, I guess. In my mind, is that what we were saying, where it's like the a movie can be filled with plot holes and be great. You yeah. know, Back to the Future. Back to the Future is Jurassic, soft, soft Jurassic sci-fi. Park. Yes. Um, I do think for Marvel, they can do better. I guess that's what it is to me, is that I think there's it's starting to fall apart more than Marvel used to. Um, the Doctor Strange spell, and I know this is, again, this is like the nerd talking about itchy and scratchy hitting the xylophone, you know? Yeah. Or that's what it feels like. But I do think it matters. I do think it's getting too soft. And it's not a big gripe, but it is It is weird. They 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 do this spell. The, uh, the plot is that, so Peter is, first of all, Peter's treated like, so the ending of Spider-Man 2, part 2, Spider-Man, was- Spider-Man 2, part 3. Part three. Thank you. Sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. It was the third As, Spider-Man, too. Yeah. Whiplash is, uh, exposes him. <laughs> Whiplash? And, um, <laughs> Whiplash. Wait. Oh, yeah. That's an actual character. It's I meant the movie Whiplash. <laughs> no, I was talking about J. Jonah Jameson. Oh, okay. <laughs> Whiplash. Yeah, I, I thought no, you were talking about- No, then I realized that that's I think, confusing. Yeah, yeah. I you were talking about Mickey Rourke in Iron Man 2. I was like, no. are you being cheeky? No. And the answer is no. yes, you were being cheeky, but not, I was, not but in, in that a different way. way. In a different way, yeah. <laughs> so J. Jonah Jameson exposes him, and so they right away the plot is just like he goes to doctor. They don't get into MIT. They get like raided, and right away I was like, didn't he save the universe? Why are they treating him like he's a criminal? Like it's very weird the way like the the government goes after him and stark is like we can't do anything and it's like you guys have had overreaching power through the entire series until this moment mm-hmm. like why is he like handcuffed in a police station that just felt very weird considering everything that had happened right until he, this he, point he helped save the universe i yeah. mean this is you, this like, was this was a you problem think the government oh go ahead Oh, you'd think the government would come to him and be like, we need to ask you questions about what the universe is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, tell us about other planets. We're not going to arrest you. You are like, you've been to space. <laughs> we're going to, we're, we just want to talk. Like, if anything, you would be the, like, it's so weird. What were you saying? I was saying that was kind of an issue with uh, a couple of the Marvel stuff. It's like Falcon and Winter Soldier. There's this element right. of like, they saved the entire universe. Like, can they get, I don't know, a stipend from the government to right. exist? Like, it's really strange, though. I, anyway, that's that's whatever. But yeah, it. I, it's not. That's what I'm saying. It's not whatever at this point. In my mind, it's like this is inconsistent and weird. Like, it's weird that they did this to Spider-Man. It, it, felt, it felt out of place because the MCU is as a whole a story. You know, it all mm-hmm. goes together. So it's breaking its own internal logic at this point, in my opinion. Like, it felt weird. Like, it was off-putting uh, to me that they would react that way. But 
it has to they have to do that because then they have the movie which is he asked dr strange to erase everybody's memory yeah which again is a weird thing for dr strange to do in my opinion after all the 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 bitching in the original doctor strange about not messing with time it's the reason why like mordo leaves the uh sorcerer society or whatever it is um because he thinks messing with time is unnatural um it's this like and the whole i don't know it's it's it seemed a little it seemed a little out of character that doctor strange would be so cavalier about doing something like that like he he feels he feels bad for him and i get it right i thought the reveal was going to be that he isn't doctor strange like Mm -hmm. i i because it was so out of character um it also looked like and this is whatever it looked like benedict uh they clearly like i don't know if they were filming dr strange yet like it looked like they glued some shit onto him you know a little bit Mm -hmm. um but that's whatever uh uh and then he does this spell and the spell is designed to erase everybody's memory yeah uh of peter parker i don't know why that would open up the multiverse and they don't care to explain and well, they like explained it i enough. get it well it i don't I, I i guess like this is the part where it's like this is a real stupid gripe but i just like it just felt like those two ideas the memory of everybody and the multiverse are completely unrelated concepts i thought they did so a good job weird. actually of, of him the way they explain it is that he's drawing in everybody from it, it, the, the way the, the spell goes wrong and, and backfires uh, and that's kind of a lesson we've what we've always had in any fiction about magic is that when, right. If a spell goes wrong, it will go wrong in wholly unpredictable ways that are kind of related to what you were trying to do. Like, that's magic. That's that's what you get from with magic. I think um, a comparison would have been great if they compared it to programming, which is like, I put in too many like negative statements and then everything canceled out and went wonky. Like, I can see that general idea. Sorry, go on. Yeah, so I mean, it's just yeah. he's trying to make everybody everybody who knew knows that he's Peter Parker is going to forget that. But then he keeps wanting Doctor Strange to make exceptions, so he keeps trying to change the spell as he's casting it, and it goes wrong. So it ends up drawing everyone from all realities who who know that Peter Parker is Spider Man. Yeah. That's that's the explanation they give, and I, that was fine for me. Oh, just, and Eddie again, Brock, and Eddie Brock, and Eddie Brock. For some reason, the Venom stuff is very confusing. Like I don't think. I don't think they needed that. Like I just, I, th- I like, I yeah, I don't know. I think again, I, I just assumed he was already in the universe. <laughs> I just right. figured he was. I don't know. Yeah, that that would have been the. It's the symptom of the fact that I think, and this is what bothers me, is knowing that they put down a list and they're like, these things need to happen. Now write excuses for them to happen. You know what I mean? It's that top down thing where they're like, we have to have Willem Dafoe say, "I'm something of a scientist myself." Because that meme, you got to do the meme, so let's cram it in. You know, it it felt like they were starting from, like, it feels like fanfic to me, where it's like, we want to do all the things, and it doesn't really matter how it happens, and it doesn't matter how vague or weird it is. Because I would argue at the end, the way Doctor Strange solves all this, and I do want to talk about this now because it connects the two, at the end, he does the forget spell again uh, to close the timeline, why does that work? Um, like, why does that? Why does that work? Does it? D- that makes no sense. He says, like, I can't. Ke- they're all coming in, and he says, "Do the forget time spell." 
wouldn't that just mean they still come in, but they've all forgotten who Spider-Man is? Like, you'd still have all the villains. So, and, like, why does that send them back to their timeline, to their multiverse? How does that solve it? Something to do with the magic that is allowing his friends and loved ones to remember that he's Spider-Man, but nobody else. Something about that. Something about that, but it doesn't make any sense. It makes as much sense because... as it needs to for me. Yeah, see, I for me it feels like it's the it's the entire crux of the movie. It's the it's the Death Star, you know, it's this is the this is the thing. This is the thing we're solving. And they sort of just well, yada yada it. And at that point it's like, well, just make anything then. Cause like it could be anything. Exactly. That's the whole thing. It's, it could it be could... literally anything. So it could be literally anything. So this is the thing that they went with. Right. But that bothers me because that is supposed to be the point of the film, the struggle, the thing, the goal, we're all trying to do this thing. Well, and if point, it doesn't the... make sense, mm -hmm. then it's that bothers me. Like it's, it's, it's weird. It's like you look at any movie, you look at Jurassic park, we have to get off the Island. Right. And so there's rules to that. And if at the end of Jurassic park, they got on like a subway that was just under the, like under the main area that just brought them out, it would be like, Oh, okay. So I guess nothing matters like that. That's, that's what I mean is like this spell work. There wasn't any logic to it. So it, it could just be whatever they needed it to be. And at the, in the end, the logic of like, okay, so everybody forgets your memory and that's how they go back. Doesn't, it doesn't add up to me. Well, that's how they as, all got here in the first place. I don't know. It made, it made as much sense as it needed to for me. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's. I just don't understand the logic of the magic because having making everybody forget who he is. How does that relate to closing the multiverse? Well, it's that's how the spell like, went wrong. Like he, the spell was to make everybody forget, but he made right. additions to it to keep certain people exempt from forgetting that. And because something went wrong during the addition of those elements, that's what opened up the multiverse. So the only way to close it is to complete the spell in that direction and, and eliminate those variables and just be like, everybody forgets. That's what the movie explains. That's what the movie says anyway. Right. And that makes enough and sense And that's what me. pressing the button on the magic box is? No, pressing the button sends everybody, the, the people that they already had come through, set, go back. Um, getting everybody to forget closes all the tears in the multiverse. So pressing but the button sends everybody back that's already here. Making everybody forget closes what does those the button holes. Do, though? It uh, it uh, like what is that spell? That's they contain the spell, right? Yes. Yeah. And the spell that spell is that unstable spell that will like what is pressing that button do? Release the spell? Yeah. Destroy the spell? It releases it. Okay, so that con so that completes the spell. Uh, I that version of it, I but think. But he says it's an he said it's an unstable spell, and that's mm -hmm. why he contained it. Like, why did he contain it in the first place then? And why? And then Willem Dafoe explodes the spell, and that releases the spell, and that opens the multiverse. Like, that's what makes it become unstable, right? I think. See, this is what I mean. <laughs> because that, yeah, Willem Dafoe throws the pumpkin bomb mm -hmm. that explodes the cube, and then that's when Doctor Strange is like, they're all coming in. And so that's like the point uh, of no okay. return. All right. Uh, yeah, you're right. And, yeah. And then he's like, how do we fix it? And he's like, do the spell that makes everybody forget. Mm -hmm. I don't know why that would fix it. <laughs> 
Well, because if they're being drawn through because they know Peter Parker is Spider-Man across all realities or whatever, if they if that's forgotten and I don't know, man, I don't know. Just he finishes the spell so that everybody. Okay, I I think you almost got there, though. I think this actually does make a little sense by making everybody forget who Spider-Man is. It cancels out the first spell that says everybody who knows who Spider-Man is, is coming here. Yeah. It says, therefore, no one knows who Spider-Man is. Therefore, no one comes in. Yeah. I think that works. I think that actually works. I just wish they explained it a little better, but I'm glad, I'm glad we worked this out, Tom. Yeah, me too. I'm glad uh, we spent half this podcast talking about this. Why does Ned have powers? I don't know. Why did Doctor Strange? I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. Like some people are just good at magic. Yeah. I wish they had set that up in the previous ones. I don't know. It's fine. That didn't matter. Yeah. Um, he picks up the sling ring. He's good at magic. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fine. <laughs> I'm just, I'm going through all the stuff that I'm like, these were the things that I felt like were like can we talk a about, little weird. Can we talk about what worked? Because I don't want to spend the entire that's pod, what, that's what, the entire that's podcast why I was do- nit- nitpicking the dumb shit. That's why I was front loading it. That's fair. Um, yeah. <laughs> this is this is what i'm saying is i think i i do think this stuff does matter but not as much again all this stuff doesn't matter matter that much i don't think it matters as much much. yeah i'll tell you why it doesn't matter to me Mm -hmm. because when stupid fucking andrew garfield catches mbiche and then just starts crying it got me yeah the, my that only, was delightful my only bummer with that is i wish i was fully expecting them to show us little epilogues of the two different peters in their own realities and i for sure thought that they were going to show us andrew garfield going back to his reality and now emma stone's still alive because of what they did like they they cured right. um electro well, and that's the other part that doesn't make sense well, but actually, it's fine uh, no is it's, that it, it does it, i mean she could still be dead in his reality even if they did cure electro because De- if you remember dane dehan kills her and he doesn't show up in this movie right so well there's there's that weird thing where the doc ock and um green goblin and stuff they've all they're all brought in before they died mm-hmm. but the spider-men are all aged yeah and i don't know why but whatever i'm i guess it doesn't matter <laughs> like like the the rules of when they show up like what stage of their life because like the multiverse you'd think it'd be all well, like there's well, certain things it's like I, the answer's right there what uh, it's the the reason the because the two Peters are still alive, so they continued to live. Like the the dead bad guys right, are sort of that's... frozen in time from when they died. Like when that, they died, so yeah, they come in. That's why they didn't age because <laughs> they right. stopped living at that point. Right. Also, final unavoidable plot hole. I don't know why there'd be three guys named Peter Parker who all look different. Like, wouldn't they be the same guy? Doesn't matter. Not necessarily. Well, why would they would have different names then, right? Like not necessarily. Like into the Spider Verse, there's different Spider Men, but they're different people. You know what I mean? Like they're different people who got bit by a radioactive spider. This is three. I guess. Yeah, I guess it's like the the sperm and stuff that happened. Like the genetics made it's, them all different. It's infinite possibilities and infinite realities, man. Like yeah, it's, that's, that's true. That's the multiverse. That's it's true. the it's this it's the, it's true. cloud atlas bro it's they covered this all in cloud atlas it's, it's, the, cloud it's atlas. the same soul in different bodies yeah um yeah so what i guess what worked that like i guess it's this, 
it's again the emotional aspect i thought worked really well yeah it's the the kind of the story of spider-man um is about it's about jumping on grenades it's about doing the thing that is that's that's that sucks uh but that is the right thing uh, and sort of like every right. the lesson of Spider-Man is every time Peter tries to be selfish, it it's it's catastrophic and tragic. Uh, so right. he has to always do he always does the completely selfless thing that's like, you know, cutting a pound of flesh off of himself. And this movie kind of really goes into that um, and really resonates. But also it's not like it's tragic, but it's not it's still like there's a little bit of hope thrown in there. Uh, like uh, with his with his interaction with the different with the different Spider Men was like actually really good. In addition to being just like fun and like a member berries thing, I thought they actually made it really good because it's like he's getting wisdom from these other two guys that have lived a different version of his life, and it's like, look, you're always gonna stages. Yeah, you're always gonna run into choices like this that you have to make. And the lesson that we've seen that is true across every reality is that you can't make the selfish choice. That's like the point of being Spider-Man. You have these powers, but you can't be selfish with them. Right. I also really like that they, they're, the way they're demonstrating that is, so this is another, extra, this is, I think, my favorite part. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I didn't even need the other Spider-Men because of this. I mean... I loved the I other loved Spider Man showing up. Yes, <laughs> but the 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 primary plot of all these villains from the previous movies show up, and Peter's gonna fix them. Yeah, exactly. It's an interesting idea because mm -hmm. they're none of them because they they sort of compare it to like mental health, and it's like that's weird. But none of them they've all been changed by super science, you know. Yeah, um, most of them, and and they're all kind of tra they're all kind of tragic characters. Yeah, I I wish they did one of the characters. I guess Sandman is one where it's like, nope, didn't do nuts. I'm just a jerk, you know. <laughs> like, there's a few of them like that. Well, that's kind of a, that's say, that's kind of Electro. Yeah, that's kind of Electro. Yeah. I, I I understood where those villains were coming from, and I kind of wanted them to explore it more because Doc Ock gets cured, quote unquote cured, but by being cured, he still has awesome robot arms yeah he still rules and he's like and he's like guys just be cured like me and it's like motherfucker i that means losing my powers like electro loses his powers like i get like right, right because and I, like same with sandman where there's like it's okay now you don't get to turn into a giant cool sand monster and it's like but i wanted to yeah that was the fun so like so, you know it depends uh but yeah the point is is that they're he's in this universe, we have better technology and therefore can actually help these people. And that's what Peter Parker's struggle with Dr. Strange is because Dr. Strange just wants them to send them back to their timeline where they are all about to be murdered. Yeah, they're all about to die. Most uh, of them. Most of them. Most of them. And so, yeah, Sandman's doing fine. Sandman's doing fine. Like, Lizard, Lizard also does not die um, at the end yeah. of the movie. Uh, but he but... gets like jailed. Sandman's I, Sandman's going to Vegas, baby. Sandman, like, Sandman fucks Man, off. Yeah, he's... <laughs> if, yeah if, if I was Sandman, I'd be the most bothered by this bullshit. He kind of like, was. Guys. Like he was like really, yeah. like they were like, we got to save all these people. He's like, I don't give a shit about any of these people. <laughs> Like, yeah, I'm a Sandman. Just a let sand me be. Monster. Yeah, I'm. I'm a, a two-bit hood who got sand powers to steal money from my sick child. That's like kind of all I care about. I don't give a shit I'm, whether this lizard man has to continue living his life as a yeah. lizard man. Um, I have another logic question, real quick. 
Do, when since when was Willem Dafoe super strong? Is that in the originals? Uh huh. Because I thought it was all the suit. No, 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 no. And it's nothing to do. Oh, with you're the right. Suit. He drinks the formula stuff, it's and he throws the guy. It's, yeah, okay. It's, it's the Goblin Serum, which is basically the Super Soldier yeah. Serum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved when they fucking did a pro wrestling match. Yeah, there's there's more. <laughs> there are more than two suplexes in this movie, which delighted the shit out of me. And if you want to, let me tell you, if you want to see. Willem Dafoe scoop tackle child boy Tom Holland and just plant him through several floors of a condominium high rise. This is the film for you. In my opinion, that's the biggest delight of this movie, which is that I fully expected we would get an ending fight with all of them. And maybe then that's when Tobey Maguire, I am bummed. Daredevil Daredevil shows up, but that was funny. Matt Murdock shows up, that was but Daredevil f- doesn't. That was funny as shit to me because yeah. there's been at this point years of speculation as to whether Charlie Cox, Daredevil, and anybody else from the Netflix shows would show up in the MCU movies. And he's just sort of the, his reveal is just sort of thrown away with very little fanfare in the very beginning. And I thought that was very funny. <laughs> it is funny. I what they're doing because I heard rumors that also we got um Oh, they're not rumors. He's in, he's in the show. Okay, Kingpin is officially in Hawkeye. Yes, um, I haven't. I just haven't gotten to that episode, but yeah, the internet is terrible. He's revealed. Um, yeah, so, sorry everyone. Yeah, it's fine. Um, and so they're clearly what they're doing with that is they're like, we're sorry, we're gonna work it back in. Like they're not. It's not like a reveal. It's just like it's like they they skipped a beat and now they're back in. That's all. Right, because they always were. And I like, appreciate that. They, yeah. they always were in the MCU. They were referencing the Avengers movies and all the shit in exactly. the MCU in the shows. It was just the movies acknowledging it after the end of the Netflix series, I think, is just the extra yeah. step people were waiting for. So they, they And did now it they're going to bring quickly. back the show. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Or they'll throw um, it in something or something. I was, that was, I really wanted Daredevil. It didn't, it wouldn't have made any sense. <laughs> like at the ending fight for daredevil to be like hi guys i'm here too yeah but i just would have been delighted by that yeah. um uh uh but yeah so I, I i guess what it was is i expected it to they them to not do that much and the fact that we got to watch willem dafoe fucking <laughs> fight he's all over this movie mm-hmm. he's so like i love the fact because i thought like oh okay they got like once doc ock got in the jail I was like, oh, that's that sucks. So this is going to be the movie. They're all going to do cameos in their little jails or something. And then that's not it at all. Mm-mm. And then Willem Dafoe is fucking beating up Tom Holland, killing Aunt May. Kills spoilers. Aunt May, yeah. Uh, and it was like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Green Goblin. I love, I, I think what it is, is I love that they were like, you know what? Let's give Green Goblin even more, uh, like, let's make him, he's the villain. Mm-hmm. Like he's the villain of this movie, he's the, and I he's super the, appreciate that. He's the biggest problem, I think. Next to Electro, he's like the biggest problem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just I love he's that a, they were. It's almost little, like he's a little bastard too. Like every like every time every scene he shows up bastard. in, like they find a pumpkin bomb wedge somewhere, and they're like, oh shit, here we go. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. I just love that they. He he already had his day in Spider-Man. Yeah. Like he he was a big problem in the Raimi series. He dies in the first one, but he continues to resonate throughout the movies. Uh-huh. I just love that they were like, no, he is the greatest. He is the greatest villain. We're gonna bring him back, and he is gonna once again be a fucking problem he, and bring Spider-Man to his knees. He is and I love that. Oh yeah. I mean, he is depending on who you ask, but most uh 
I guess comics people or and fans of Spider Man would agree, he is like Spider Man's like arch nemesis. He's like his Joker. Right. He is the Lex Luthor. Yeah. yeah. Um that makes sense. And I from what I had read, Willem Dafoe didn't wasn't really interested in coming back for a cameo. Uh, so, oh my god! <laughs> so maybe I, oh you know what they're they're like okay not a cameo Willem you will be the main villain you are, for, you are in most of this movie <laughs> he is he is he is peak form yeah. he is just he's doing it all over again yeah it's great <laughs> yeah again that's the stuff where it's like I know this is they I it feels again when he says I'm something of a scientist myself mm-hmm. it's like oh fuck you and also that's great yeah like it's i it's so pandering but the fact that every single actor is killing it like Toby Andrew Garfield they're all doing their characters perfectly because i'm sure they're being paid a fuck ton yeah um they're all fully committed and it just it's so fucking delightful it's a lot of to fun. see them all yeah, and it's yeah. I don't mind that like the villains don't have too much characterization outside of like they're like two dimensional versions of of the characters yeah. we saw already, which doesn't matter because that's not the point. Like the point is what they represent for Peter in Again, the movie. It's, so it's not It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. So, like even without- even even from a storytelling st- storytelling standpoint, I do not mind that a lot of the guest characters are two-dimensional because the purpose they serve in the story is what they represent for peter in the story which is i yeah I've, you I know do i gotta I do the right thing here and and save these people as opposed to letting them be doomed uh the way that i'm being told uh needs to happen it's because they they earn the stuff that i hate like when they're like oh what'd you do oh i fell in a vat of eels and they're like that's dumb and it's like it's your movies like don't, it don't it's the winking at the camera shit they do that in this yeah uh but they it's it's more earned because it's what you're saying which is that they tell a story that affects the protagonist that is emotional and matters mm-hmm. um that's the stuff that again that's that's the stuff that it's like if you do that i can forgive a lot exactly you know yeah like if people are wondering because i think i do think it feels weird that like for example when Jurassic World does it, it's the worst. It drives me nuts. It that's because it's on top of the fact that the movie's bad. Right. You know what I mean? It's, there's, it's, um, a, it's a bad story. There's no. There's a lot of problems with Jurassic World, and it's a completely yeah. broken narrative. This story managed to identify its protagonist and the the characters that actually matter, and tell a strong, cohesive, emotional story mm-hmm. about that character. So yeah, every, everything, that stuff still everything does else, bother me in this. Everything else is just kind of bonus, though. You know, like you're still you're still getting the good story that like resonates with you. So you get to have like the member berries, and it doesn't feel it doesn't feel as it doesn't feel cynical to me when that happens because they've done the work of like, well, we know this character matters to you, so we've told a story that matters about them. So we're gonna throw in these I, references to all the other movies that you you saw and liked, and it's kind of more fun that way. When you do it like that, it's it's more fun, and it, it feels less cynical and less like a Hollywood machine, even though it is a Hollywood machine. But they at least I was gonna say it, did the work right, to tell it feels the story. Less. Yeah, it feel it, it it, and I think that matters. I do think that matters. It, oh no, it matters huge. It's yeah. the biggest part. Yeah, but it well, uh, it matters. But that's why it still to me goes back to this movie was good. It wasn't amazing. It wasn't uh, because it's just I do think there's a world out there where this movie could have been done better Um, because I do think most of the fun and games 
is that meme pandering like we're just like we're just doing the things like like you said they're all very two-dimensional they're doing the self-referencing mm-hmm. stuff uh it's all it's all like yep we're gonna pause for the audience to cheer moments uh and i think that stuff is uh, that stuff bogs it down for me but i'm glad it's a good movie i will say on the core plot like taking away all the references mm-hmm. and talking about the core plot i will say i am bummed that it does feel like another symptom of um not letting peter parker progress because like you talk f- about this where you talk about specifically they don't let him graduate high school mm-hmm. but it's they erase everybody's memory they did this with the gamora stuff too where they're like and now it's like guardians one again and it's like but can we just continue the story like they they reset everything at the end of this uh and they do it more like okay he like it he get he gets his bad apartment where they could have put in that guy from Spider-Man 3 and they didn't well he's dead but they they, they could have CGI yeah they should have CGI'd macho man into this too bonesaw yeah bonesaw yeah. should have dropped an elbow out of the sky from one of those tears in the multiverse <laughs> been but, waiting for a rematch <laughs> It was it was bothersome because here okay here's another thing, all right so everybody forgets who Spider Man is. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That's it. He doesn't time travel. That's a specific plot point. So wouldn't there be weeks worth of media about Peter Parker that still exists? I would assume that would vanish. I don't know. Why though? I don't know. <laughs> I, man. I would assume that would vanish too. I guess. But like the stuff on MJ's phone, like I you have to you have to assume that's what happened too uh i guess but that's never mentioned they could they could have literally just shown that physically happen i guess but it doesn't matter um sorry uh what i was getting to is that it does feel like at the end it's just like okay no one knows he's Mm spider-man he has the uncle ben thing but now it's aunt may um well it's he's on his own it's also more than the than aunt may he's like lost everyone he's lost everyone yeah and it just feels like they've reset him in this weird way back, not back to how he was in the first movies, but back to like the previous versions, you know, where it's like, he's Tobey Maguire living in New York in a shitty apartment. And so, yeah, that's, Spider-Man. it is a progression of this. Yeah. It's a progression of this character, but it feels like, oh, everything was like an origin up until this point. I guess it's weird. I don't know. Like, I don't it know. Doesn't, I don't know what else guess, you want from him. I don't know either. Like, I just, I, it's that's who spider-man is to me he's, that... a, he's a broke dude fighting crime because it's the right thing to do and it always like his life is just kind of very think... difficult because he doesn't do anything think... for himself yeah i think what it is is it's the mj stuff it's the we're resetting this again and it's like we already did this uh now you have to do it with ned too and it's like it's that side of spider-man where i think i think they're very smart about keeping it that he has a hidden identity because that's a great side of superheroes that we don't see as much anymore Mm -hmm. uh but it still doesn't feel it doesn't feel like they've moved the character forward as much as it's still like stagnant in the sense that he's just now alone and he has to he has to like it's the mj thing it's the moment spider-man and mj get together they don't make any more movies it feels like they're like we're done because they can't like get married and like continue a relationship. So that relationship gets constantly like nerfed at every second. Again, it's the Gamora thing where it's like, okay, so I guess we're back to this again. 
Does that make sense? A little. Yeah. I mean, but that's more about one specific part of the character. Like, I do think this character has, like, he matures at the end of it. Like, that's part of the point of the story. Right. Um, yeah, he's becoming a little man. Yeah. Um, so I think, like, I don't entirely agree that the character is has been reset. Like, this character does uh, progress in this movie. Um, it's just his relationship with MJ specifically has been reset. Um, and it leaves it like he's not going to try to, to, to restart it. He's going to leave it alone and move on. I guess it's that it's this, it's, it's, I've never seen Spider-Man in a healthy relationship with MJ, like married, Mm -hmm. um, like having figured himself out because they don't, he never gets past that. Maybe that's the comics. That's the comics. Like, like, I mean, well, he's, he's married and there's, there's additional, uh, problems that arise obviously when your your husband is a, a crime fighter with a secret identity who sort of like has hit a very firm ceiling in terms of how much money he can make <laughs> so yeah so there's a lot they, they do a lot of interesting stuff with that relationship in the comics for sure um but it just it's yeah i don't know it's i don't know it's just this I don't is know. a comic book issue because it's it's the fact that if you if comic book movies progressed they wouldn't exist anymore. You know what I mean? Where it's like, it always has to kind of stagnate. It has to go from one stagnation to the next. They're episodic. So, so yeah. Yeah. And they could never quite end. So it's like, okay, so where he is now, it's like, what are you going to make like three more Spider-Man movies? When is this character going to have a closing, like a, a, like a, a actual like resolution to him? I don't or know. Or is it just going to be this constant, just, what is that fucking him around what does the resolution look like like i mean it's it's they either stop that's being my the, that's my question too yeah stop being the superhero or they die like it's you're gonna get one of the versions from like christopher nolan's batman or something like that's yeah that might be the only superhero story i think that's told well if you count the wolverine stuff but like yeah yeah it's it's they either There's die or be something stop being between, the superhero. yeah i don't know well what is there like it's either they continue right. being the superhero into perpetuity or they stop for one reason or they either stop voluntarily or they die. Like, I think that's the only resolutions right. you get. All right. But I could accept a version where his personal life has a completion and it's like, and I'm still Spider-Man, you know, like that sort of thing mm-hmm. where it's like, I'm happy. I figured my shit out. I'm going to keep being Spider-Man. And and that's and that's the ending, like a personal ending to the the character, not the superhero. Like I could accept that too. Yeah, and yeah, I don't know. It's they could because at some point these movies are going to end. Yeah, and I guess my question is, yeah, like what is like that's what I'm saying is like married to MJ, maybe like settling down, figuring out his his life. He's still Spider Man, and like like. But you're right, is that it always has to be they die or they stop being it, because otherwise they're just going to keep making more movies exactly. forever. Yeah. But I wouldn't mind an ending that's just a little more like it's the something in between. Uh, but again, I, I I don't know. I don't know if they're thinking about it. I'm sure he's I'm sure he's going to do several more movies. Yeah. Um, this, I'm I, sure he'll be in multiverse madness. We'll see. His contract is up with this movie, so I mean, but they'll really, pro- yeah, they'll probably sign another one with him. But it's not like a done yeah. deal. Um, so this could be it. And I mean, this is somewhere in between of what you're just describing. This is like basically Peter growing up. Uh, yeah. At, at the end of this movie, 
um, and sort of leaving like the 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 kid version of Peter, like the 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 happy go lucky teen and goofing around with his pals and getting into whoa, right. geez, like searching for father figures. Like he's done searching for father figures at least. You know, yes, like his they, daddy search is over. They've they've capped that off, and they've like he yeah. they, they grow him up in this movie, and I think that is somewhere in between, like you were talking about. It's more. Yeah, it's they more, definitely grow him up. It's more open ended uh, than what you're. It sounds like what you're describing, but um, I think I this know. is Th- somewhere in between, like you were saying. This would be a really interesting way to end. Like I know there, th- this isn't the end, but most this likely would have not. been a most very interesting not. way to <laughs> yeah. end. It would have been a real bummer way to end, but it is. It is like because basically what the reveal here is that the last three movies have been an origin story, right? Like, I mean, in, what a, in a way, in a way, like basically, well, in terms of like the last three movies have been the t- the point between getting bit by a spider and Uncle Ben dying, essentially, in the story, right? Because now it's like he's on his own he's in new york we got j jonah jameson looking for pictures like this is like i know it's it's i don't know the comics and i'm just thinking about the movies but it's essentially the point that got peter parker in like spider-man one to get his own apartment in new york Mm -hmm. like that's really funny to me it's like the everything he's gone through is like condensed into the third first act of the first raimi movie in a way, in terms yeah. of his personal life, like his high school to like adult life. I mean, if you're clocking, it, just, if you're clocking it by events, then yeah, like just the events yeah. that happened to him, yeah. But I mean, so I don't know. It's like that's what I'm saying. That would be an interesting final film where it's like, and now he's Spider-Man. Like <laughs> now he's the Spider-Man we all know, swinging around New York. Yeah, J. Jo- Jonah Jameson looking for pictures. Yeah, that's uh, true. But yeah, I'm sure they'll make another. Most likely, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, they, they'll they throw their gigantic money hat at him and he'll sign up for five more movies. Um, Tom Holland, he could get, he could be like, I want a hand job from Mickey Mouse. And they're like, the Mickey Mouse, the one we keep in the, mm-hmm. in the basement. Yeah, and he's like, get yeah, him out that's here. the one. Get him upstairs. Yep. And I will receive one hand job from mm-hmm. Mickey Mouse, please. Yeah, give me a little coupon with his smiling face on it that says one hand yep. job. Yeah, I will give you ten minutes of Spider Man for one Mickey Mouse hand job. Yeah. So you're gonna have to give give me a bunch. <laughs> We're looking at least two dozen hand jobs if you want a full movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um any other people? Jamie Foxx is great in this. Yeah, Jamie Foxx is interesting because he's I think he's the only character who's not really identifiably himself anymore. Because he's just Jamie yeah, yes. Foxx. Like his character in, is a, in, just, a, yeah. in Amazing Spider-Man 2, his character's like kind of this nerdy basket case who's very socially awkward and withdrawn and, and has strange hair and fake teeth. Uh, like they really did a whole thing with him about being this uh, outcast with uh, s- uh, social anxiety and a social disorder of some kind. In this movie, he's just Jamie Foxx. He's just he's just handsome yeah. Hollywood funny man, Jamie Foxx. <laughs> Which yeah. is, uh, who like looks at the camera and he's like, there should be a black Spider-Man. More or less. And it's yeah. like, thanks. He should have been in this movie. Yeah. You could you you don't have to don't have a character just say it. Mm-hmm. Put him in the movie. Like, just do the thing. But that's fine. Yep. Um yeah, he is just Jamie Foxx. He's just Jamie Foxx, which is fun. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, you're not you just just you're not the same character at all, but that's fine. <laughs> like I don't I don't care. Like, like uh, no, I don't think anybody's yeah. favorite character was Electro in Amazing Spider-Man 2. 
No, I did appreciate how they gave them a little bit of redemption by making them a little more, giving them more. Yeah. <laughs> like giving Lizard more to do. Um, Sandman, it felt like they did get, what's his name? Thomas Hayden Church. Yeah. For a while, I wasn't sure if they had because he like remains in Sandman. Oh, that's that was clearly he either couldn't or wouldn't come in to film anything. So like Sandman is just a pure mud guy the entire movie. Uh, yeah, and even when he turns into Thomas Hayden Church, he looks a little shiny. It's it the, just uh, like, oh, I, I don't, don't know if they actually ever got him. I don't think they did. I'm I'm like 99% sure that's just footage from Spider-Man 3. Uh, it, yeah, you're right. And honestly, same thing with the lizard when he turns back into Reese uh, Ephens at the end. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's just footage from The Amazing Spider-Man. Like, I don't think they actually yeah. had either of those actors on set for any any time. They just recorded dialogue. Yeah. Um, I think the de-aging of Doc Ock wasn't as bad as the trailers made it out to look. Um, I didn't. Willem Dafoe looked perfect. I thought is was that just me? Like he looked really good. No, he looked great. He was fan. He was so good. Yeah. He's 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 killing it. He's Willem Dafoe. (laughs) You know, I would say is the MVPs of this is Willem Dafoe and Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. Yeah. was a lot of fun. Like he, I, I like that he made, it was it was nice to remind us all how distinct these different versions of Spider-Man have been. Um, yeah. So I I, re- I also really liked Toby as Spider Dad, like he was like the yes. dad Spider-Man of them all. But yeah, like he played yeah he played it real calm, like he was just yeah, he's, yeah. he's an old hand at this. Like he's like yeah oh yeah, you'll, yeah that'll happen sometimes. And like Andrew Garfield's like really odd. <laughs> I really appreciated yes. that. <laughs> I liked how weird he was. Like. Yeah. It's it's sort of it was a nice reminder of like I like Andrew Garfield. Would I watch a two hour movie about him as Spider Man? I don't know. Maybe but, but he's he's delightful. He's yeah. delightful. He's he's really really fun. I like him in this movie. Yeah, yeah. it's it really felt like uh, the characters he's been playing since Spider Man really bled into this performance because he's been yes. playing a lot of odd. That's what weirdos. it is. <laughs> I think it's that the other two Spider Men they they didn't. They don't care as much about what they do. So they're like, yeah, have fun. Like, again, they were very meta. It was very, oh, you're, wait, you you produce your own web? That's weird. You know, like, they, they did all the, we're going to recognize all the differences. Yeah. Um, and, like, it just felt like, it, like again, it felt like, and not necessarily in a bad way, but it, their interactions and stuff felt like sketch comedy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they, they did the things that mattered that you were pointing out, which is the way they interact with... Uh, Tom Holland mm-hmm. was clearly very important yeah. in the writing mm-hmm. and they made it very important. But then all the like fun between them just felt like a bunch of like meta garbage, but it was still fun. It was fun and it was of them. And it was earned too, I think is the important thing. Yeah. And just seeing Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield do bits. Yeah. It was just like, oh, this is, I, I'm enjoying their bits. Yeah. Cracks, They're doing, cracks cracking his back. His back. Yeah. <laughs> Because if you guys yeah, rem- just like, if you guys remember, uh, you may not remember. Yeah. Some of you might be too young, but uh, S- Toby Maguire almost dropped out of of the Spider Man franchise in between Spider Man one and two. Um, it's the, the rumors to this day that it was money, but like the official reason uh, was that his back. He, he hurt his back, and they even make a joke about it in Spider Man two. When he says, yeah. I'm back, I'm back, and then he falls and, and lands on a car. And he's like, my back, my back. So he was almost replaced by Jake Gyllenhaal in Spider-Man 2. They almost recast him Man. in Spider-Man 2. That they should have had a Jake Gyllenhaal Spider-Man show up. 
Yeah, that Fuck would have been it. really fucking funny. And like, but like, yeah, but he was Mysterio, so like Tom Holland would be freaking out like it's Mysterio, and he's like, "No, I'm Peter right. Parker from Earth ten nineteen or whatever." <laughs> By the way, you saying people might not remember that was one of the bigger bummers as I was watching, and there was a child behind me, and the Green Goblin shows up, and the kid goes, "Who is that?" I'm like, "Ah." Oh, fuck fuck that's right it was 20 years ago it's 20 years ago yeah yeah it was 20 damn years ago there was the other bummer is that um the bigger cheer went to andrew garfield in the theater i was in because he's he's the one that was like college kids yes the the one that the kids remember yeah it was that was only that was only six years ago honestly if you think about it yeah like the last one well seven um, seven years ago i'm sorry where was uh kirsten dunst she knows who Peter Parker or who Spider-Man is. There were a couple of people who didn't get pulled through that know who Peter is. I was sort of expecting to see Kristen Dunst and Emma Stone, but we don't see them, which yeah. is, I guess that's fine. Well, I, Emma Stone's I, super dead. But again, I thought they were going to give us epilogues of each Peter back in their own dimension, talking with their right. res- respective uh, uh, partners. And I thought they were going to sh- do a reveal where like uh, Emma hadn't died because of what they did to fix electro in the past but i it's i I was hoping for that i don't think the movie necessarily needed it oh i want to push back i that would have pissed me off because one of my problems with marvel is that they buy it it back. seems like is that they buy it back and i liked that this was about dealing with death that's true and accepting that's true yeah uh and so again it was tragic again the part where andrew garfield the crowd the crowd cheered of course um it again it was very this is another moment that I would have been really bothered by had it not been for what they did, which is that the it's all in the trailers, Mary Jane Falls, and they have Tom Holland miss her, and then Andrew Garfield comes in and saves her, mm-hmm. and the crowd is like, oh, she did. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the crowd is so into it. Um, but what made it work was then after he catches her, he doesn't say a joke. No, they he, don't do he, winking he, at the camera. He breaks he down. He starts crying. Yeah, he breaks yeah. down. <laughs> and it was like, oh, that's so good. Yeah. That is such a good way to do that. Yeah, you're, you're 100%. And it was, yeah. I really appreciated that. Yeah, you're 100% Had they right. not done that. Yeah. Yeah, because the actual action of having that Spider-Man save MJ is, if I had seen that on paper, I would have been like, oh, fuck that. That's gross. Don't do that shit. Uh, it's the fact that his reaction to it made it work really well yeah yeah and you're right and that's, if, they, that's, if they had shown emma stone still alive that would have really undermined the point of the entire movie which is dealing yeah. with it's it's making the unselfish choice that is going to take a pound of your flesh and just dealing with it right <clears throat> and so that yeah i think that's the movie through and through which is that they they figured out the stuff that didn't matter that they could have a lot of fun with mm-hmm. uh you know having all the super villains talk and stuff like that and then they pinpointed the emotional stuff that did matter there was another small moment that stuck like that related to the andrew garfield catching um zendaya there was another smaller emotional moment that like also weirdly got me it's when uh toby and uh doc Ock get to talk Oh yeah, that was good. He's like a, he was like a mentor father figure to Toby in the movie, so he gets to ask yeah. him. He's like, "Oh, how how are you?" Like like, but it's like really genuine. And he's like, "Oh my goodness, it's been so long since I've seen you. How are you doing?" Right. And like Toby gets to like genuinely like you see that he is actually very glad to see him again. <laughs> yeah, and get to and speak also, with I, him and tell him how he's doing. 
And I just really like the core idea of rehabilitation yeah. for these guys. Yeah. Uh, the fact that at the end, it's it's basically him learning because Green Goblin kills Aunt May and they basically do the thing that old movies didn't do. And this this is what I really like about this movie um, versus the old Spider-Mans and why it mattered to bring them back. Mm-hmm. Like why that works is that the first Spider-Man does the thing that the 2000s loved to do, which is that you need the you need the hero to not kill the villain in cold blood, but we want revenge. Yeah. That's it's America in a nutshell. You know, it's we're we're the heroes, but we want to see the bad guys die. And it's like, well, you can't get both, now can you? And so what movies love to do is they make the bad guy do something like I don't know, send their glider flying at themselves that impales them, yeah. which is kind of dumb. Yeah. Like that's, taken, a, that's pretty dumb. Taken straight from the comics, by the way. That is, yeah, that, is, yeah. that is how Norman Osborn died in the original run of The Amazing Spider-Man. It's silly. And it, 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 it plays into our need to see the bad guy die, but the hero not get his hands dirty. Well, and it's like, you can't get both. And so what they do in this is they in the killing blow is him curing green goblin and not uh not killing him mm-hmm. and so it's the idea of like compassion he killed aunt may uh, uh and instead of and he's still doing the hero beat which is i'm not going to kill you but what they the added thing is that they go for rehabilitation versus punishment on the villain so green goblin is presumably going to go to jail in his universe probably and rehabilitate yeah um one thing the original raimi movies did recognize uh from that is that yeah we want revenge against the bad guy and so he does die but it's it's in a way that uh peter Peter doesn't kill him but yeah right his death uh becomes a huge problem that peter has to continue dealing with for the rest of the raimi series so it's yes, it, it does a they, good job of of pointing out that like look when you this is this can this is part of revenge like this you have to then deal with the ripples right. of this person's death which are going to be far reaching and unexpected. Yeah, I I mean I sure love those Raimi movies, mm-hmm. but I will say they it's still indicative of yeah, that time for where sure, it's like for sure. you all the villains die in those elaborate Rube Goldberg ways because you can't have Spider-Man kill them, but they have to die. Unless, or they do, there's a, there's, Sandman is the only one yeah. who's like, I'm good now. And like, they make it so he's always kind of good. And that Spider-Man 3 does deal with that idea mm-hmm. of the darkness, but it's still like, it's just really neat to see an unforgivable villain who's unforgivable, who's doing things that it's like, you have to go. And seeing them get rehabilitated rather than uh, punished is is I think that's really neat. Yeah, uh, and they do they portray his sort of duality in a way that I don't think makes him entirely unforgivable because he's not in complete control. Like the goblin well, yeah, personality they, takes they over. They show that he's a victim, right? So there is still a he's not like wholly unforgivable. There is still a sympathetic element to the Green Goblin. What she was in the original. It was too. in the original, yeah. Yep. His last words like or don't, don't tell, tell Harry. Harry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so there that's that's again, this is part of what makes it really work is mm-hmm. that they didn't have to like change anything. The only thing in my opinion still is that like, 
yeah, I'd be pissed at Doc Ock if I was one of these villains. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, when they're like, we have to cure, like Sandman. Uh, if I was Sandman, I'd be pissed. Cause it's like, fuck you, man. I'm not, I do, you don't need to cure me. I just turned into sand and I like robbing places. <laughs> like, fuck you. Right now. Yes, I'm a criminal. Yeah. Now I'm going to use Electro a gun. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm just going to use a gun. Exactly. Yeah. Guess what? I'm going to kill more people this way. Like more people will die because I'm using a gun and not turning into flying sand good job spider-man it's bullshit yeah well you know like i said it's what they represent yeah i know more than their actual characters yeah and again sandman doesn't die Mm -mm. everything if anything all right so here if anything sandman's gonna show back up to the fight with venom and be like guys sorry i can't help anymore some you you pricks in the future turned me into a regular dude he doesn't help and now i can't help he doesn't, he doesn't help. help? No. Oh, you're right. He does he just, not help He them just at all. shows up. Yeah. Yeah. He just like apologizes at the end and yeah. then floats off. He, he said that he apologizes. He and Toby share a little bit of a cry and he floats off in the breeze like Mary Poppins. Right. It's very funny. Which I'm not, <laughs> don't know how he can fly, but it's fine. He turns into sand and blows away. I don't know. Yeah. Right. But doesn't that mean like he like, he like goes places. Wouldn't he just sort of like blow into the air blown in in, in a thousand different directions yeah (laughs) listen i'm not here to like figure out exactly how the sandman works all right that's fair it's just it seems like he has flying powers he does yeah i don't know why he got flying powers he just does yeah (laughs) um so yeah this movie was fine i think i'll like it more second viewing when i'm like in my comfort of my home and not filled in a theater yeah. full of people. That's fair. That is fair. Yeah. Um, All right. I don't have anything else any to other... say. Okay. Yeah. I just. Yeah, I, I, I just... was. I was uh, pleasantly surprised by this movie. If you guys have been following the old GU, you know that we've been a little apprehensive about the trailers for like, man, this looks like a big old mess, and it's still pretty messy. But like, they they pulled off an emotional story that was very satisfying. Um, and so it made all yeah. the messiness just kind of like candy. You know what I mean? Just like. Uh, it's like oh okay mm-hmm. this is you know it's fine it's fun all the f- all the fun stuff was just like uh, extra yeah here's what i'll say uh if i was like paul hollywood this cake would taste delicious it's a deli- well yeah the cake tastes delicious it has great flavor but it's just doesn't look great that's my opinion is that i like i don't think the logic in this particularly works i do think they play it too fast and loose with stuff like ned like I learned magic now and it's like, well, that's extremely convenient. All right, let's run with that. I don't, I don't, I think the logic and the structure of this movie isn't very good. I think the heart makes up for it and the performances, the emotional stuff they nail. Um, and, and so I do think like it should matter that they, they phone in the other stuff. Uh, but it, it is a lot of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. And again, the things, the most important things they get right. Yeah. I exactly. just think there's room to get the other stuff right too, you know? Yeah. Like, I think, I think, it, I think Marvel would actually be more fun if they paid more attention to the sci-fi. I, I know it doesn't matter, especially with magic, but I think there's just more stuff they could do there, you know? Like, I think they could have more fun with it. Uh, and make it more interesting and they don't 
Yeah. Especially with multiverse. Like, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah, that's all. Sure. Okay. I'm done. I think we're all. Yeah. yeah. Hey, f- hey, hey, thanks for, hey, what, thanks for listening, what folks. You, what are you doing? Hey. <laughs> what, are you, McGuire, what are you doing Thanks today? for listening. I don't know. I, I hope my sound quality is good. I'm very self-conscious about it because mm-hmm. I'm looking at my, um, at my wave waveform uh-huh is that what it's called i don't know and yet. like every now and then if i go like watch if i go bah! did uh-huh. you hear me yell i did yeah oh that's good but it, the waveform seems to cut me off so i think if i make any big if i go bah! tom it, i don't think i don't think they heard me go, do that noise they might not have they might not have so uh you know what we should probably end this podcast <laughs> folks we have a patreon patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed uh, if you go on there for five dollars a month, you get exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Fox Motors a Maniac, also some that we do with the Small Beans, um, Star Trek the Next Futurama, and Spiel Boys. Uh, where this month is holidays, so we're not we you know we're picking back up. We're picking it back up in January, but there's still plenty of stuff to do there. We normally watch movies with our patrons every Friday night. Uh, that's for uh, ten dollars a month. We'll be picking that back up after the holidays for the month of December. We are done, uh, but there's still plenty going on. Yeah, we also have a store. We pre-record. We sure do. That's uh, we plan ahead. Um, uh, unlike some aspects of the MCU, uh, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. we have a store. Head over to GameFlyUnemployed.com where you can find a link to our Teespring store. We have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs you can get on T-shirts, stickers, mugs, posters, all kinds of things. So check that out. You goofs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, goof, yeah, goof, goofballs. Yeah, goofy goofs. We will be, we will be doing the Matrix, but um, not next week. The week after, where we are having next week, we have a special, which is wrapping up some movies that we wanted to review but didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. Yeah, and then we will be talking about Z Matrix. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm excited. Are you excited for the Matrix? Yeah, man. I'm excited for everything we got. We got our year-end special and we got the Matrix. That's going to be a fine way to end the month. So, yeah. Yeah. Keep your... Going out. Going out with a bang. Keep your ears open. Keep your ear peepers peeled. I don't know. Yeah, cram those ears open. Mm -hmm. Cram them open. Cram them open. Get get Mickey Mouse's uh, 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 silky fingers uh, into your ears. His, his his silky hand job fingers into your ear oh, holes. Getting a hand, getting a hand job from Mickey. Mm-hmm. That's the life right there. It's some kind of life. <laughs> <laughs>